Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Monday. As you know, our favorite day of the week. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> this week it actually <clears throat> is. I'm glad the football weekend is over. Oh, not me. I had a great huh? oh, football weekend. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. I had a great football mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't look like it was going to be great for a really long time uh, in that game, but uh, if you missed it, uh, BYU <laughs> pulled out. I mean, it's done nothing but a miracle <laughs> against Tennessee, uh, but they they won the game twenty nine twenty six at overtime, double overtime actually. Uh, Keith's Huskers weren't quite so fortunate. Nope, Nebraska Falcons <laughs> <laughs> up seventeen nothing at half. Oh, they actually turned that hurts. Folsom Field there in Boulder, Colorado into a home game. The crowd was, Did I think, uh, estimates, you know, 60, 70% of the crowd was wearing red. Really? Yeah, it was loud when Colorado had the ball. But that, uh, I mean, BYU had a good turnout at Tennessee, too. They had, I don't know, 12,000 maybe. Uh, but, you know, seats 102, so it didn't uh, really <laughs> turn into it. Although they were loud. When, wow. When the Cougars scored at the end of the game, it sounded like a home game. It was It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, but that's a great stadium, and you know, a team like like Tennessee, it's kind of sad to see them floundering like they are. Yeah, sort of like Nebraska. But uh, appreciate that. Hey, what's with the BYU <laughs> guy throwing the uh, quarterback shoe for Tennessee to the sideline? Did you see that? I don't think so. Patheads no. were uh, sending out that video. I'll have to show you. Uh, he takes his shoe off after he tackles him and just. Shot puts it to the sideline. Who did that? A BYU guy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I saw that. Uh-huh. You'll huh. see. All I'll right. I'll show you. <laughs> but mm. anyway, yeah. So, uh, and then, of course, the Falcons were the Falcons yesterday. It's just a pretty crappy football weekend. So, I'm- my Packers won on Thursday, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Cougars won on Saturday, as you know. <laughs> and so, it was a great weekend for me. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It was nice. a good weekend. And that's you good. know what? Football is back. Mm-hmm. So, that's a great weekend for just about everybody. Unless you just don't like football, uh, then then it's probably not your favorite time of year. Uh, but uh, Keith, somebody named Keith Malinak, Malin, Malinak. I, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. <laughs> Other guy, Keith Malinak, tweeted out uh, about football. Between the Ravens, 59 points today, and the Terps football, 63 points yesterday. Yeah. State of Maryland's come through for 122 points. I mean, that's, You don't score it that way. I don't know if check, you're aware check, of that. Check the Keith math on that. But <clears throat> I think that's 122. 122 okay. points. Very good. Mm-hmm. Although, again, they don't score it that way. They don't okay. combine different teams from different Well, maybe they should start doing that. Leagues. They have a different uh, league. <laughs> to which personal El Guapo replied... <laughs> They are infested with points, right? Because he's in a, that normal racist manner. Because uh-huh. you know what's in ba- you know what's in Maryland, uh-huh, Baltimore, and he just used the word "infested." Yeah. Oh, before <laughs> we forget, more on trivia. Easily one. Oh and my o. gosh! One and zero, oh. big time. One and zero. Oh. I did you watch any of that game last night? Uh, Patriots and uh, I woke up and saw uh, in the end. Yeah, Patriots and and Steelers. Uh, they wow. I mean, they destroyed the Steelers. Yeah. It's 30, 30 to 3 or 33 3? 33 3. I went to bed when it was 30 to 3, so I guess they tacked on another. Yeah, I, I mean, Brady just still uh, is still at 42. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. Yeah, I, I woke up uh, just in time to see uh, my best fantasy football player, Juju Smith Schuster, uh, suffer an ankle injury. So we'll see. Uh, How long is he out? Do we know? I, I don't know. He's just limping right mm-hmm. now, so hopefully it's nothing. But uh, yeah, not a wow. good night for the Steelers at all. 
So, do you uh, you have anybody in the fantasy game tonight? Oh, half, half my team is playing tonight. Oh, okay. Deshaun Watson. So you don't know Texans. if you won or lost yet. No, but I'm projected. There's an 89% chance that I'll win. But again, I'm a Falcons oh. fan, and I know that oh, yeah, this probably ends tragedy. Oh, yeah, come back and beat you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, Antonio Brown... <clears throat> Well, what that weekend for there's him. another thing. There's another thing. <laughs> we were just talking about him late last week. Yes. When he was still a Raider. And he's going to play. He apologized, cried for his right. teammates. Right. And then he posts an Instagram thing Friday so night of, of John Gruden, the phone call with him, which is not cool at all. And they, they uh, that was it. And that was finally, okay, bye-bye. He said, I want to be released. So they cut him. Mm-hmm. They cut him, and immediately the uh, Patriots picked him up. Now, the Patriots couldn't play him because it didn't happen by 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. It was shortly thereafter. But uh, the Patriots are kind of what the Raiders used to be. They're taking everybody's rejects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got Josh Gordon on there, who's been suspended five times on drug problem-related mm-hmm. things. On my fantasy team. Now they've got uh, Antonio Brown. They've done this over and over again lately. And usually, I guess Belichick thinks he can Look, he can handle them, he can manage them. If, if, if you can't get in line for Belichick, you're not going to get in line for anybody. <laughs> That's really kind of true. So, uh, Antonio Brown, will he ever play for the Patriots? We'll see. He didn't play last night, of course, because he couldn't. Right. And I, I, Can I say just say... I have never in my 43 years of life felt sorry for the Raiders, uh, except for the tuck rule against the Patriots, but that's another story. But th- mm. listen to this right now. This Raiders uh, saga with Antonio Brown, they have traded, this is from Adam Schefter, they've traded a third-round pick to the Steelers for Martavius Bryant, mm-hmm. a third- and fifth-round pick to Pittsburgh for Antonio Brown. And what have they gotten for it? A quarterback named Mason Rudolph, a wide receiver named Deontay Johnson, and a tight end, Zach Gentry. Congratulations <laughs> to the Raiders for these horrific trades you've Yay! made. You've gotten absolutely nothing for your superstars. <laughs> it's terrible. I've... Al Davis would not be happy Jeez. if he were around. I mean, mm. this doesn't bode well for Gruden. Those, I, I would think that the Raider faithful are not going to be super patient with a guy who's making $10 million a year to be a two- or three- or four-win team. He signed a 10-year contract, did he not? 10 years. This is year yeah. two. Uh-huh. <laughs> or a week We're going year into two. year two. <laughs> so, and already, you know, he got rid of Khalil Mack. Uh-huh. He's That was stupid. He got rid of somebody else, too, who's uh, who I've forgotten about now. But two what really high-profile... I don't know. Last year, he got rid of two, I think, two really good, like, all-pro players. And then he's got nothing to show for that. And then they think, okay, now we got Antonio Brown, and he's gone before he ever plays it down. Really sad. Terrible. Yeah, really not good. Meanwhile, um, University of Texas apparently (laughs) uh, had the LSU, the Louisiana State Band, sit up in the way up in the top section in the nosebleed seats. Look at this on Blaze TV. Way up there. They I call mean, this the pettiest move of the college football weekend. Maybe of any college football weekend. Look where they're <laughs> That's where they put the band. They got to carry their instruments up there. Right. Um, oh, Amari Cooper, by the way. We forgot. Yeah, Amari Cooper. Thank you. Gosh, I forgot Yes. That. So they got rid of Amari Cooper, yeah. who is now a stud for the Cowboys. <laughs> and Khalil Mack, who is yeah. maybe the best defensive football player in the world. I mean, that's weird that they got rid of him in the first yep. place. 
and then nothing to show for the Antonio Brown thing either. But anyway, there was the band yeah. uh, up in the University of Texas, man. Stands. You are so classy. <laughs> Never ends. <laughs> it's a little uh, it's a little Big 12 bitterness uh, for yeah. Keith. Uh it's true. Apparently, I admit it. Texas made it tougher for, for them to be in the Big 12, and they left and went to the Big 10, and now they can't compete. So. <laughs> wow. So he's a little... <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we got Northern Illinois. Better. We got Northern Illinois at home next week. Okay. Oh, we're rebounding, baby. Good. All right. So not, not only did they do that to the band, though, they only allotted, them, uh, they only allotted LSU 3,000 tickets, period. <laughs> Jeez. That, that's a lesson Colorado did not learn. That's not cool. Week. So... Apparently, there were more Nebraska fans than Colorado fans. Yeah, quite a few more. Didn't really help. See, we got this tweet from Occam's non-gender-specific razor. Mm. Hey, Patheads, uh, perhaps a new hashtag is in order. Nagurskify. <laughs> I'll use it in a sentence. No need to Nagurskify the story. The tale is already tall enough. <laughs> I like it. Kind of fun. Uh, also, semi-automatic assault finger. <laughs> tweets. Pat and Keith, I think it would be great if you awarded a trophy to the most outstanding tweeter. Oh. It can be called the Unleashed Nagurski Award. I like that. Oh. Uh, I even found the perfect trophy for it. Oh, look at there. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> it's, it's like his a torso. Bronze torso. It's <laughs> great. Like it. <laughs> Good stuff, man. All right. Uh, let me take a minute and tell you about Riduzone. You ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite? Regardless of your diet, your commitment level, you always just feel hungry and want to eat. Believe it or not, it may not, it's, it's not entirely your fault. Scientists now understand it's not about willpower. It's about our nature. Our brains are wired for survival, so they're continually telling our bodies to ingest more calories, no matter how much we eat. Luckily, your body naturally <clears throat> produces a molecule called OEA, which sends a signal to your brain that you're full, but... If you're like most of us, you don't produce enough of it, so you always feel hungry. Now there's FDA-accepted Riduzone, which was developed to provide the OEA we need to bridge that gap. That's why we've been endorsing this for several years now, because our, uh, our listeners continually tell us how great it is and how well it's worked for them. Stop fighting your nature. Manage your hunger and your weight with Riduzone. Use the promo code PAT and get 30% off a three-month supply. To order, go to riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, riduzone.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Well, in Hong Kong, they continue to protest. You might... Remember, they completely withdrew the legislation that was going to provide extradition to Beijing <laughs> to uh, criminals in Hong Kong. Sorry, that's not enough. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're going for. Now, I guess they want they want Carrie Lam, who is the CEO of Hong Kong, they want her to step down, to resign. She kind of claims Beijing won't let her leave. Um, so, I, I don't know. But I think that's what they want. I think they want her to leave. And then, I don't know, some sort of pinky promise from China that they're going to mm. stop doing this stuff, this encroachment on their on their freedom. Oh, the pinky promise. The pinky promise, yeah. That'll do. You know, communists are always... They're good. They'll, they'll keep their pinky promise. Yeah, communists and terrorists <clears throat> always yeah. Yeah. live by the pinky promise oath. That's the thing. You can just count on it. Take that to the bank. 
Protests are now in their 14th straight week. Some of the banners that they carried this weekend, President Trump, please save Hong Kong. Wow. And make Hong Kong great again. <laughs> They're just appealing. They're begging for help. Yeah. China has consistently warned other countries not to interfere. Uh, it says the situation in Hong Kong is purely its own internal affair. Sunday's crowd waved U.S. flags and chanted pleas for the U.S. to liberate Hong Kong from China. Ah, man. That just, that's, uh, that's heartbreaking, really. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. You'd love to do, I mean, I don't know what to do for him, though. I, what are you going to do? Are you going to send military help? I guess you could intervene with, uh, Diplomacy, but they're not going to listen to the United States on Hong Kong. Yeah, I think this is um, <clears throat> this is where you really put your libertarianism to the test. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, I, and even if you weren't libertarian on this issue, what are you going to do for him? Right. You're not going to intervene militarily. You, I mean, that would be catastrophic potentially. So I, I don't know what to do for him, but it is heart-wrenching that they're begging for our help, and there's really nothing. I don't know what we can do for him. You can give him a moral support, I guess. Hey, yeah. Uh, go for it or something. Maybe go home <laughs> before you get killed. Uh, I would. I, I would, don't know. I don't know what to do. I would like to think that it's just non-intervention that is keeping us from, well, intervening. Mm-hmm. But you got to wonder. If this were Cuba or some other um, run-down third-world uh, communism uh, communist country, uh, mm-hmm. what Laos, right? Mm-hmm. Viet- well, Vietnam's probably a bad example, uh, <laughs> but anybody but China, <laughs> um, would we be we doing might be more? Doing, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Certainly, if it's in our own hemisphere, it's you know because of the Monroe Doctrine. Okay, yeah, we there you go. take that a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the China. The China situation is, you want the two superpowers remaining on Earth to go at it militarily yeah. in a hot war? You, I don't think so. You want so. them to remain on Earth. We yeah. don't want to annihilate each other. Yeah. Mm. But here they are, waving American flags, singing the Star-Spangled Banner. It just uh, does tug at the heartstrings. Meanwhile, you, you've got the the illegals that are crossing our border waving Honduran flags. I don't know which one seems more compelling to you. <laughs> it's, it's not that difficult. Really? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. This is such a great network of agents because uh, it's, this is not just another sponsor. This is uh, Glenn's company. And so they really vet these people closely and make sure that they're returning people's phone calls, make sure there's urgency and and marketing plans. And these are really good agents. And they keep it at about 1,000 active agents because they want it to be manageable. And there's another 5,000 on a waiting list to join. So the agents know that they're going to be held accountable. Plus, they're fans of the show. So when you're driving around town, you're going to have things in common with them. You're going to share you know, principles and values for the most part. So 
go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area, which is really important when you're making an investment like this, buying or selling your home. You want it, You want to do it fast and for the most money possible when you're selling. Probably for the least money possible, least amount of money when you're buying. That makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, it's, we meant what you knew. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I'll tell you, last night it was just comforting to hear Al Michaels' voice coming out of the television again. I just love that. It just, you know, it feels like home. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're where you're supposed to be, and everything's right with the world again. Even though nothing's right with the world again. <laughs> and we got <laughs> a, we got a twofer this week. You know, we got Al on Thursday and Sunday, so that worked out. Ah, that yeah, that's great. Does it switch back to the NFL Network pretty soon? Yeah, it's like all, this it's, week. It's, I, I don't understand the arrangement there. It's really weird. You know, it's Amazon Prime. Um, it's I don't Amazon know. Prime's involved now. I don't know. I just know I always find it on Thursday night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, that's it. But yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to find the the schedule this week. So this week it's NFL Network, Buccaneers and Panthers. Isn't that weird? So it starts out with CBS or NBC or somebody else. On the first Thursday night. And then the second Thursday night, it goes to NFL Network. Yeah. Don't ask me beyond this week. Uh, that's bizarre. It's the Bucks and Panthers. Uh, two more NFC South teams that are 0-1. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go for the uh, let's go for the four-peat tonight. Go Texans over the Saints. Anyhow. Yeah, by the way. Oh, get the, to see uh, Taysom Hill tonight. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, so, good. that's exciting. Hope he loses. Um, Shut up. Yeah, Falcons. By the way, just so mm-hmm. you know, lost. Definitely the worst team other than Miami yesterday. Mm-hmm. Didn't it get pounded pretty bad? Uh, what was it? Twenty-eight, twelve, and, and the score wasn't something? that close. Really? Oh, yeah, it was bad. And the Browns mm. got beaten yeah, oh badly God. by Tennessee. What in the they world got a is weird happening? Weird beatdown. Wow. With so all strange. that talent and all that hype, mm-hmm. including yeah. for me. And then they just get a massive, massive beatdown. At home. 43-13. Yeah, that, that was ugly. That was ugly. Although I don't think uh, Mayfield had that bad a day. At last I saw in the third quarter, he'd thrown for like 250 yards or something. And a touchdown, one interception, I think, something like that. Yeah, anyway. I think he hurt his wrist, too, or something during the game. But Did he? I think he's expected to be okay. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile... Sad news, rock legend Mick Jagger is attacking U.S. President Donald Trump. Oh, you know, no. we've all been wondering, well, what does Mick think about all yeah, this? Yeah, that, I'm so glad you have a yeah. story because I was thinking, what Were you? is yeah. Mick Jagger thinking about the environment? The other night I woke up in a cold sweat. It's like, I don't know, one fifteen in the morning. <laughs> I thought, oh my gosh, what is, what, what is Mick Jagger thinking about us right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's apparently, he's not pleased, you know, this British citizen. <laughs> is not pleased with our U.S. President Donald Trump for his rudeness and lies and for tearing apart environmental controls when America should be setting the standard for the world. Rolling Stone singer, who's, what, 106 now? Yeah. Said he was absolutely behind young climate change activists who had earlier occupied the red carpet at the Venice Film Festival where he was starring in a psychological thriller 
Mick Jagger is starring in a psychological thriller? <laughs> he is a psychological thriller. <laughs> the Burnt Orange Heresy. Be watching for that at a theater near you. Oh, uh, what is it? Let me write this down. The Burnt okay. Orange Burnt Heresy. Orange Heresy. All right, I made a note okay. of it. All right, good. <laughs> like you made a note in the air. Uh-huh, right. Are you going to be able to find that yeah, later? Yeah, it's, okay. it's out there somewhere. Jagger said he deplored how politics has descended into name-calling, including in my own country this week, a reference to uh, Boris Johnson comparing opposition labor leader uh, Jeremy Corbyn to a big girl's blouse and a chlorinated chicken. <laughs> what? That is weird stuff. <laughs> big girl's blouse? <laughs> chlorinated chicken? Now, this claims Jagger's only 76. Come on. <laughs> okay, that's metric. That's hard to that's believe. That's metric. Remember that right, he's in Britain? Right, that's right. Yep. Okay. He bewailed the polarization and incivility in public life, although the one-time bad boy of 60s rock admitted he was not always for civility himself. But when you see it now in so many countries, including my own this week, but particularly the United States, it's a sea change. Mm. It's not about manners. It's uh, It's about where all this polarization and rudeness and lying is going to lead us. More worrying to the singer was that uh, was what little environment safeguards there were being swept away across the globe. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Don't say it. Don't. I mean, if he's worried about the environment, then I guess shouldn't we be? I wonder. Haven't we all been waiting to hear him... And his theories and and his beliefs and his opinions on virtually everything. How big was the carbon footprint of the Venice Film Festival, I wonder? (laughs) Jeez. Probably bigger than just about the rest of the world combined for a year. (laughs) Uh, He said, we're in a very difficult situation at the moment, especially in the U.S., where all the environmental controls that were put in place that were just about adequate. No, they weren't even <laughs> adequate. So that's why we left them behind because they weren't do- they weren't doing anything anyway. Have been rolled back by the current administration so much that they're being wiped out. I'm so glad people feel so strongly about what about that that they want to protest. Make the red carpet green, he said. Oh, that's wow, that's powerful. Uh, that's really powerful. <laughs> Co-star Donald Sutherland. Um, oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> echoed his call. Mick is right. The controls <laughs> in the U.S. under Obama were barely adequate. Now they're being torn apart. It's the same in Brazil. And they'll be torn apart in England after Brexit. When you're 85 years old. Wow, is that how old Sutherland is? Hmm. When you're 85 years old and you have children and grandchildren, we'll leave them nothing. If we don't vote these people out of office in Brazil and in London and in Washington. Well, does Sutherland and Jagger, do they really have a lot uh, in common there? Because, you know, Mick Jagger being nearly Sutherland's age, still having kids. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Okay, then. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, he does have little children, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mick Jagger. So. Yeah, let's listen to Mick Jagger about what uh, what we need to do. I, you know, we should install a hotline directly to the Rolling Stone studio so we can talk to him. Okay. Anytime we need to, you know, anytime <laughs> we need that advice, we just pick up the phone and it rings automatically directly uh, to Mick. That'd be great. 
and Keith Richard. Is it? No, Keith Richard. Keith Richards? Richards. Mm-hmm. It is. They're both. Okay, yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Keith they're Richards. both 130 yeah. years old. Yeah. Correct. And they've both been through a little bit, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, drug-wise. Keith, so. Keith doesn't look a day over 150, though. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he's been well-preserved. Uh, <laughs> he's been, I think he's been pickled, actually. Wow. Yeah, he's You can pickled. do that? Yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the latest uh, I don't know, gave birth to eighth child, eighth child to Mick Jagger. No, he's got eight kids. Yeah, yeah was born in December of 2016. He has a one-year, a two-year-old. Oh my gosh, he has a two-year-old. At 76. Okay, well, you know, it's not exactly going to be spry when the kid hits high school, but. Uh, <laughs> Just all those but, wonderful uh, moments of life. Okay, good. You know, yeah, that's great. Gets married. And is it a boy kids. or a girl? Uh, sure. Out there in the soccer pitch? Devereaux Octavian Basil Jagger. Sounds like a dude, right? Oh, I, you, can't, you can't tell. I mean, I don't know what the preferred pronoun is. We haven't is asked the kid. Or the uh, gender specificity. Uh, it is a little boy. Apparently. Do we know that? Do we I know haven't the, gotten the, kid the latest identifies? update on how okay. little Devereaux Octavian Basil <laughs> Jagger is identifying today, <laughs> but at, at, there was a report in time in the past where he identified mm-hmm. as a Okay, as, as a, boy, a boy, apparently. Well, now, if he's so worried about the, the climate, why, has, why does he have eight children? Right? Why? Right. Somebody's got to, he's got to be made to answer. To uh, the rest of us here. What are you doing? You know, spreading your seed all over the place. <laughs> so that so that those kids, are, you know, they're breathing and, and exhaling CO2 on a regular basis. Probably eating meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the way, so this is Keith Math again, <clears throat> so you want to check mm-hmm. this. So when, when that kid graduates high school, he'll be 92. Mick Jagger will be 92, right? Yeah. How old did you say like he was? 76? Yeah, 76. So add 16 years to that? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 92. 96 if he graduates college. <laughs> Pushing 100 by the time he has kids. Yeah. And, <sighs> you know, because because Mick has taken such good care of his body over <laughs> yeah, the years. Oh, he's going to blow right past that. He'll be in tremendous shape. He'll be in tremendous shape. He'll be able to run around with his great with his grandkids. What is, never mind great grand with his grandkid. Yeah, yeah. Running around out there. That'll be great. It'll be something to see. <laughs> Bring a little tear to your eye. Oh, goodness <laughs> me. It's rough. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh we gotta get into this Pete Buddha Judge stuff. We'll oh, do this in so uh, a couple of minutes because this is gonna blood will shoot from your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Klobuchar tried her joke again, didn't she? Didn't, is this okay, the same so, one? Okay. The exact same one? No, okay, so we have uh, the fridge joke, but uh, the one that she has, um, she has apparently two jokes, but the one she keeps using, we have a uh-huh. montage. I think that uh, Daily Show somebody put together here, this is well worth it. You'll want to watch this one here. All right, let's see The president actually sent out a tweet. He made fun of me for talking about climate change in the middle of a blizzard, and he called me Snow Woman. 
So I wrote back, hey, Donald Trump, the science is on my side, and I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I wrote back, hey, Donald Trump, the science is on my side, and I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I wrote back, Donald Trump, the science is on my side. And I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. Sometimes, if you haven't noticed, you use a little humor. Like when he called me Snow Woman at my announcement in the middle of that thing, I wrote back on Twitter, I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. So I wrote back, hey, Donald Trump. So I wrote back, "Uh, hey, Donald Trump. So I wrote back, I wrote back, I tweeted back, the The science is is on on my side. side. And I'd like to see (laughs) how your hair would fare in a and he called me snow woman oh wow did he and so you wrote back what what'd you say what'd you say no you did not oh no you didn't right no you didn't You know what? I think Candace, her analysis on this, on Amy Klobuchar is perfect. It's like a mom just running for president. I, yes. <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Yes. Really, that's so bad. And it wasn't funny the first time. I know. And she kept using it over and over and over. <laughs> Mr. Umbrella Man. <laughs> so I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. That's what I said. I tweeted that right at him. I did. It, it's true. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So, I tweeted back to him. Yeah? I tweeted, I'd like to see how your hair would fare in a blizzard. <laughs> That's what I, uh, Mr. Umbrella, umbrella per, you know, guy who has an umbrella person. So that's what I did. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar, thank you so much for that uh, incredible comedy routine. Is, well, but look, you know, if the whole presidential run falls through mm-hmm. for her, mm-hmm. obviously, right? She's gonna have a Netflix special sure. as soon as she's done. Stand-up tour setup. I'm sure crazy funny. Securing dates right now. I thought Dave Chappelle had a brilliant uh, hour or so, but that no, no, nothing compared to Amy Klobuchar. No. Uh, let's see. At uh, Pat Unleashed, Libertarian Ninja tweets, the band in the nosebleed and the ticket allotment was in the contract. Oh. Ah. oh. Same thing will happen to Texas when they travel to Baton Rouge next year. Okay. Well, there you go. That's interesting. Apparently, they didn't want to take up seats for paying customers, I guess. Hmm. Uh, Kristen tweets, the protests in Hong Kong are more American than the Antifa protests in Portland. Mm-hmm. No question about that. Yep. Uh, let's see, from B to Bodine, the Raiders got the equivalent of the Zonk Prize from Let's Make a Deal in the Antonio Brown deal, and didn't even get the privilege of having the lovely Carol Merrill showing their their prize. Mm. Uh, from the Pickled Squirrel, perhaps Sir Mick needs to revisit his, long, his song library, because you can't always get what you want. Hey-o. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, also... 
about uh, uh, Mick Jagger talking about uh, Boris Johnson from uh, the S's for travel, M. <laughs> Chlorinated chicken. Great, great, great band name. Yeah, it is. Chlorinated chicken. I like that. And now the latest from Chlorinated Chicken. That works. Uh, are they, they going to open up for... Uh, who would Chlorinated Chicken open up for? I don't know, but they'll the be in the, in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of mm, Fame before Foreigner. I think we all yeah, look at that. See? We've established that. Preemptive strike by Pat. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> DMX DM. Wait, what? Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are still alive? No way. Yeah, it's true. They are. Uh, hard to believe. It's one of those miracles that... Uh, I mean, we just don't know how it happened. Coast uh, seven nineteen tweets: Who's older, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger, <clears throat> or Jeffy? Oh, oh, that's not even close. Yeah. It's Jeffy. The answer is always Jeffy. Yeah. Amy, what's her face? Mick Jagger is experiencing the joys of grandparenthood through his own children. Wow. He seriously, I mean, that's he's old enough to be a great grandparent yep. to a two-year-old child. From Bob blah blah. A Mick Jagger hotline wouldn't be half as entertaining as an Ozzy Osbourne hotline. I don't know. They're both pretty, uh, <laughs> most equally brilliant. Ooh. Um. <laughs> That's it? That's, That's what we're it. doing? That's what we're doing. Not even going to mix in a Sharon? Ooh. Sharon! Ooh. Sharon! <laughs> oh, so, somebody, somebody tweeted out, Sharon! Change the channel. It's stuck on the weather channel. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but it made me laugh. <laughs> That's probably something he actually said during yeah. the show. Oh, okay, probably was. I bet it is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on uh, Twitter as we ju- as we just proved. Uh, I know you, you may not have believed us, but now you have to because I just I just showed you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Pete Buttigieg. For some reason, he just keeps going down this biblical down this biblical path uh when golly there are some things that you could <laughs> <laughs> say to him from the bible if he's going to keep doing this to people mm-hmm. and keep calling out everybody else's christianity based on his interpretation of certain scriptures uh okay well two could play that game mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course you'll be you'll be banned from society if you do yeah, you're talking about the passages on taxes. Yes, that's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, but here he is talking about climate change. He said God isn't going to let us off the hook. Oh. Here it is. You Last night in the, in the, in the town hall on climate change, you called climate change a sin. Yeah. In what way is climate change a transgression of God's laws? Well, uh, in look, I'm not out to impose my faith on anybody else. Yes, but you the are. Sharia law is this your Sharia law? <laughs> you do it all the time. Look, I, I'm not. I'm Episcopalian. Um, and oh, you don't have Sharia law. Our Sharia law me. is called the Book of Common Prayer. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And uh, there's a lot of stuff in there about the environment. There's a lot of stuff about stewardship for creation, but also to me. Mm. Environmental stewardship isn't just about taking care of the planet. It's taking That's care of our neighbor. You. We're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. Right. And the biggest problem with climate change isn't uh, just that it's going to hurt oh. the planet. I mean, in some way, shape, or form, the planet's still going to be here. It's that we are hurting people, people who are alive right now and people who will be born in people, the future. The way I see it, I, I don't imagine that God's going to let us off the hook for abusing future generations any more uh, than, than you would be off the hook for harming somebody right next to you. And with climate change, we're doing both. 
Uh, no. Well, the lemmings. Yeah, go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. He kept saying to me, to me, to me. You started talking in scripture, and then it's to me, to me, to me. Hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't care what you think about it. I couldn't care less what you think about it. That's amazing. And yeah, we're supposed to take care of the climate. I think we are taking care of the climate. We have cleaned up the environment so much since the 60s and 70s. I mean, we have done a really good job cleaning up uh, from a time when, you know, we weren't paying attention to it very much. And now we are. And, and the water is much clearer. The air is much more breathable. Yeah, these Democratic candidates and a lot of Republicans are barking up the wrong tree. They need to be calling out places like China to clean up their act. Right. They're the ones that are busy polluting the planet without care. It's not us. Get off our backs. And he had more to say. Oh, goody. I think that it makes a lot of people feel very helpless. Because, yes, we can all do away with Mm. our plastic straws. And I haven't drank out of a straw for the past six months because I'm so worried about what's happening in the ocean. But people feel... Uh, (laughs) so ridiculous. Oh, no. What happened to Allison Camerata? I, I got to ask the question again. To her. I think maybe she's always I, been like that. Maybe. Maybe she was hiding wow, it this on didn't Fox. come out on Fox. No. I mean, this is ridiculous. So for six months, because a nine-year-old kid <laughs> said that 500 million straws go into the dump every day. Every day. She hasn't used a plastic straw in six months. What a buffoon. And you know what? What a buffoon you are. Yeah, she's dumb, obviously, for Mm. for having that uh, reaction to it. But if you want to screw up your quality of life... Go ahead. That's your choice. Right. But don't impose it on the rest of us. Well, that's what they're doing, though. Mm -hmm. And and that's where you got to draw the line. Three of my kids just went to Los Angeles this week to go to Universal and, you know, uh, have a good time at the the park. And, And my daughter just got back last... Yesterday... And she said, wow, California is so different from Texas, Dad. Oh, no. Yeah, well, would you, like what? What do you mean? Oh, no. Homelessness, she talked about. There's homeless people everywhere. There is garbage everywhere. And she's like, okay, they won't even serve you a straw that's plastic. But there's garbage everywhere you look. (laughs) How is that helping the environment? Wow. I mean, even my 19-year-old daughter can see through this bull crap that they're trying to smoke screen that they're putting out there. It's unbelievable. And it, and this straw thing is maybe the dumbest of them all because they got it from a 9-year-old kid. Didn't even check the information. A 9-year-old kid made three or four phone calls, then threw out to some local local television station, yeah, I found out that there, that we go through 500 million straws a day. That's a lot. <laughs> Dad, that's a lot. That's why they're ending up in, in turtles' nostrils in the ocean. Shut up. Yeah, you don't even look into that? Like, is this kid right? Where'd that come from? Where'd you get that? Take it to print. Unbelievable. It's just so irresponsible. Uh, and yet, there's, there was more in this mm-hmm. conversation. Out of a straw for the past six months mm. because I'm so worried about what's happening in the ocean. Buffoon. But people feel helpless when it's something that existential. Right, so and that's, uh, uh, that? that's one of the things. I think yeah. the, the downside to us facing just how colossal of a challenge. Mm. 
challenge mm-hmm. this is, yeah. is it can feel paralyzing. But we can rise to meet this and be proud of it. That's part of what my climate plan is about. It's not only about all of the things we've got to do technologically and with regulation and, mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah, it's about yeah, yeah. summoning the energies of right, this country right. to do something unbelievably hard. If you look at oh. the moments when this country rose to a major challenge, yes. overcoming the Great Depression, winning right. World War II, now we got to overcome to the straws. Moon, it required something out of all of us. And I think so we could be standing stupid. taller. See, right uh-huh. now we're, we're in a mode where we're, uh, I think we're thinking about it mm-hmm. mostly through the perspective of, of guilt, uh, you know, yeah. from using a straw to eating a burger. Am I part of the problem? In a certain way, yeah. yes. But the yes. most exciting in thing is that we way. can all be part yeah. of the solution. Right. Yeah. But in a certain way, yes. Yes, you're, you're part of the problem. Yeah. In a certain way. If you eat meat and use straws. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to overcome this great straw debacle of 2019. <laughs> the straw debacle is... Uh, Another good band name I'd uh, like to point out. The Straw Debacle? Yeah, Straw Debacle. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Tom Sheehan sent us a nice little photo collage yeah. of this hypocrite eating meat and using straws. There it is. Right there. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, clearly a plastic straw in the uh, top middle. Uh-huh. Uh, eating meat on multiple occasions there. Um, He's just going to town. Yeah, he is. But, you know. Cooking meat, eating meat, sipping through plastic straws over and over and over and over and over again. But not you and me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But so 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 we, we tackled the Great Depression, right? Right. We tackled mm-hmm. uh, Nazi Germany and Japan, like he was pointing out there. Right, but now it's time for the, the, great, the great straw debacle of 2019. Great, so it's the great... <laughs> I want to make sure I get this verbiage right. Great straw, Great straw debacle. Debacle. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Can we overcome it as Americans? I don't think so. I don't think so. This one's too... This one is a question. Too monumental. Word. Too monumental. We, we can't do it. Just Not 500 million a day. I'm sorry. We can't do it. It can't be done. <laughs> <laughs> I have to draw the line somewhere on right. America's greatness, and I think right. it's there. I think that's the place where we just fail miserably. I'm sorry. Can't overcome the straw thing. <laughs> nope. I need something that works to extract the liquid from this cup. Okay? Now, could I take the straw out and just drink from the cup? Yes. But I don't want to. Don't want to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Then then he goes off on abortion. You won't believe it. Uh, But we're going to share it with you momentarily. Okay. Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. If, If you're in continual pain... I can't say you have chronic pain because that's some sort of legal thing, I guess, mm. which is weird because uh, a lot of people have daily pain. Now, some would call that chronic, but does it fit the legal definition? I don't know. I don't know, but if you're in pain every day, there's something you can do about it without getting hooked on opioids, opioids that are going to be taken from us anyway soon. They're just going to stop prescribing them. I really believe that. Yeah. I mean, that's where this is headed. Every day you hear another horror story, and everybody's ignoring all the information that's coming out that, hey, yeah, it's not it's not the prescription opioids that are doing this that are killing people. Anyway, yeah. there is a non-opioid <laughs> solution, perhaps, that maybe you haven't tried yet. It's called Relief Factor, and it's awesome, and it's worked for Keith, and it's worked for Glenn. Mm-hmm. You know, Glenn really... Uh, has been helped by Relief Factor, especially when he flies. I mean, flying with Glenn is, uh, it's a white-knuckle ride because it's something about the altitude. 
that really causes him excruciating pain and you're just hanging on for dear life and you wanted to help him in some way. But now that he's on relief factor, it's really mitigated that a lot. Great. Plus relief factor is a hundred percent drug free. They offer a three week quick start. That's just 1995. Try it for three weeks. If it works great, order more like 70% of the people who start with a quick start. If it doesn't work, just discontinue the use. But what do you have to lose? If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Now, we've found out about the uh, great straw debacle. Uh, Where are we? Let's find out from... Mr. Buddha Judge. Pastor Pete? Uh, Pastor Pete. Yeah, I guess this guy is trying out for pastor in uh-huh. chief. Yeah. Uh, he does want to become the pastor in chief. Uh-huh. I, have you ever seen a Democrat that has, has talked about scripture so much as this guy? Here he is on abortion, just to let now, you know. Right now, they hold everybody in line with this one uh, kind of uh, piece of doctrine about abortion, right? which is obviously a tough issue for a lot of people to think through morally. Then again, uh, you know, there's a lot of parts of the Bible that talk about how life begins with breath. And so even that is something that we can interpret differently. And uh, I'm pro-choice. Take up, uh, me too. Yeah. And, but I, I think mm. no matter where you think about the, the kind of cosmic question of how life begins, most Americans can get on the board with the I'm idea pro-choice. of, all right, yeah, I might draw the I line know. here. You might That's, draw the line there. We know the that. most important thing That's is why the I'm person here, who should be drawing obviously. the line is the woman making the decision. Absolutely. And I think no. that if you're a man who's against abortion, you haven't gotten the wrong woman pregnant. I mean, oh, wife. that's beautiful. I'm just saying. You know, oh, my you know, that's, I'm saying that's beautiful, man. And I've had a few. <laughs> okay, well, then there's your perfect argument right there. It's easier for men to just be pro-choice. Good, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, then I can. I don't have to accept any responsibility for what I might slip up. Ugh. Wow. Okay. I don't think that helped uh, Pete, Mister <laughs> Buddha Judge, in his argument at all. Wow. He's trying to claim that's a spiritual thing as well. That's a bib- biblical thing too. Abortion? Are you kidding me? Yeah, the Bible says it's not until you breathes on its own that it's that <laughs> no, it's life. It, no, it doesn't. No, I'd so. like him to show that to me. Of course, he's using a different set of scriptures, apparently. He's going by some, I don't know, what did he say he was? Uh, Episcopalian. And he's going by some Episcopalian. Maybe we'll hear from some Episcopalians about the, I mean, I, is that in some mm-hmm. special Episcopalian scripture? Yeah, that's I the don't Indiana translation <laughs> Maybe. that you're not familiar with, perhaps. Yeah. It's the South Bend South, Indiana South, translation. The South Bend. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I tell you. The mayor's office, South Bend, Indiana (laughs) translation. (laughs) Man, he is pathetic. Yeah. Wow. Do I dislike him? Uh, Yes. But I don't hate him. I simply dislike him with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. But again, I do not hate him. No hate. No. No, we're not talking about hate here. Uh, interesting poll that just just came out. Apparently, Elizabeth Warren just keeps rising up in these polls. Do not get it. I don't either. I don't know what she's done to deserve this, 
but uh, she's gained a pretty good delegate share, apparently, of supporters. And uh, so, in some of the in some of the early states, it's actually really close when you look at the delegates. Now, Biden still has a pretty big lead when it comes to the percentage of people who are going to vote for him. But when you look at the delegate totals and uh, the delegate totals in the early states, it's really pretty darn close. She's uh, she's ahead of of Sanders. She's ahead of Biden in some of the states, uh, and then Buttigieg is way back. Uh, Kamala Harris, I think, is fourth, and then you've got uh, then you got Buttigieg, and then you got a lot of people. One percent, I know a- that. Actually, you have uh, uh, Beto before Buttigieg, so. Oh, really? Buttigieg had some momentum, I think, at one point. I think that's pretty well gone now. I, I don't sense that he's a threat at all. Yeah, how did he fall apart, too? I know I don't they, know. they trace back Kamala Harris's uh, uh, being destroyed on stage by Tulsi Gabbard. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes sense. Joe Biden continues to get mm-hmm. in his own way. But um, I don't understand Pete's fall. Or um, or Elizabeth's rise, yeah. yeah. I don't either. Mm. Really weird. It's a weird. It's a weird battle so far. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we barely scratched the surface. <laughs> um, so we'll scratch a little bit yeah. harder coming up. Yeah, here in somebody just a few else minutes. announced mm. they're running for president over the weekend. That's right. <laughs> yep. So we've got yet another choice. Yay! Tell you about that coming up. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. Uh, excellent point. Uh, thank you for that reminder. Okay. Appreciate that very much. <laughs> very, very much. Thank you. Right, right uh, quick point of privilege. Okay. Quick um, point. Yes, of another one. Um, right. Guys, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. Mm-hmm. He, I he, him. just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, yeah. very prone to prone. sensory overload. There's oh, a lot wow. of whispering and chatter going on. It's okay. making it very difficult for me to focus. All right, point well, of personal privilege. Yeah, back to this yes. guy. Yes, go ahead. Please go ahead. do not use gendered language right. to, to address everyone. I know. I'm sorry. He, he did say he, him. He did. I heard it. So, and you just ask people not to. So, thank you for that point of personal privilege. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know they'd be fun on the weekends. <laughs> what? what a world. I mean, could you, five years ago, could you imagine point of personal privilege? Could we please, please not, please don't use gendered words. Excuse me? You would have been, I mean, you would have been dog slapped for that. They would have shut up. Been like, what's a shut gendered up. word? What are you, what are you talking mean? about? Yeah, shut up. Your gendered words. <laughs> if you can't handle a gendered word, go home and stay there. Wow, like, a... always. Don't turn on any outside influences like television, radio, the internet, because you'll hear and see gendered words. <laughs> So if they're offensive to you, it's called a language. Go home. <sighs> wow. All right. Let me take a minute and give you some really good news. Well, good news and bad news about our cruise through history. Good news is Glenn is adding even more entertainment while you're sa- sailing. <clears throat> the bad news is that the cruise is getting very, very close 
to being sold out. Mm-hmm. There are literally, literally just a few cabins left. The uh, countries are going to be amazing, but the historical perspective will be really incredible. You'll be learning from Glenn and David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, Stu, me. I guess I'll be there somewhere along the way. Mm. Uh, and now Tim Ballard will be there as well. In addition to shows with Bill O'Reilly, they've added several shows that will illustrate how America was born out of the lessons learned uh, from this region. Sail with a museum that will be full of historical items that help tell the founding of our republic, paired with the amazing amenities of this cruise. It's just an incredible way to make this a lifetime adventure. Seeing the birthplace of the republic, commerce, or as Glenn would call it, commerce, (laughs) and our faith that inspired our founding fathers with the idea that man could rule himself. It's going to be such an incredible experience. It's the cruise through history. I know you want to be a part of this. Um, It's going to be a cruise like no other. Pricing, tour options, and ports of call, and especially how to reserve your spot, are all available at ComeSailAway.com, just like the Sticks song. ComeSailAway.com. So go there right now. ComeSailAway.com Pat Gray Unleashed. And uh, welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We just found out something incredible about Beto O'Rourke. This may sway him uh, in your mind. You know, you may may have been on the Mm-hmm. On the fence with him a little bit. You're not sure. Am I going to vote for him or not? This just might push you right over the edge. Uh, check this out. Here is uh, Beto backstage. Just kind of chilling. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, you add the... Okay, now he, he's, he can drum. Okay, so we, you want to... He can drum. Uh-huh. He can play guitar. I mean, right... Okay, yeah, multi-talented Beto. Multi-talented. I mean, the guy has got a gift. Is what he's, got. he's got skills, this guy. Right? Look at this. He's drumming and playing wow. guitar at the same time right now. <laughs> you imagine that you're that... You're that narcissistic. You are. That you think people are going to be interested in a thing of you... Slapping your legs, that with without any rhythm, without that's not even good. <laughs> and that was a tw- that was an Instagram. Looked like his wife. Looked like it said Amy O'Rourke. Uh, so she was the one who's like, hey, Amy, Amy wow. this is great. This is great. Come here, come over here. I want you to see. Okay. Start rolling. Just, just start rolling. Just, just trust me. Trust me, Amy. Just start rolling. Yeah, it's great. That's, that's got to be really, worth two votes. Really good, two Bob. more votes in New Hampshire. Nice job, Bob. Man, he uh, is oof, really bad. He's a piece of work. It's embarrassing. It's really, really embarrassing. Uh, well, we we told you that there was uh, another person, yet another person running for president. Un- unfortunately, this isn't uh, on the Democrat side. Hmm? Uh, yet another pu- Republican has jumped into the. Uh, arena, and of course we knew this was going to happen. It looked like it was a foregone conclusion, and uh, now it's official. Mark Sanford is uh, running for president against uh, Donald Trump in the Republican Party. So he's primarying oh. 
Donald Trump. Uh oh. I like I like Mark Sanford's policies. I do. He's he's really pretty solidly conservative. But is this the the time to be doing this? Wow. I don't think so. When would be the time then? Would you say? Uh, 2024. 2024. Yep. Now would be the time is that I would say. You know, but uh, he's burned that bridge now. Yeah, I think he's really hurt himself for anything in the future. The Republican Party is not going to award him now. Reward him for this? No, it's going to be quite the opposite. I'm afraid. Uh, we've got the here. He is uh, making the big announcement, and I think this was just yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Have you made a decision? Are you going to enter the race against Donald Trump? I have, and uh, you know, I plan to announce that back home uh, this week. Uh, we had a hurricane come visit us on the coast of South Carolina, so what? that sort of disrupted when plans that on that front. But I'm here to tell you now that I am going to get in. You're going to run for president against Donald Trump in the Republican race. I am. He is. Why? He is. Why? Because I think we need to have a conversation on what it means to be a Republican. I think that as a Republican Party, we have lost our way. And I'd say so on a couple of different fronts. I'd say first and sort of the epicenter of where I'm coming from is that we have lost our way on debt and deficit and spending. You know, uh, one of the hallmarks of the Republican Party and the conservative movement has always been how much do we spend? I mean, it was Milton Friedman's notion of the ultimate measure of government is how much it spends. I think as a party, we've lost our way. The president has called himself the king of debt has a familiarity and comfort level with debt that I think is ultimately leading us in the wrong direction. We can get into those numbers, but the Mm -hmm. numbers are astounding. Just take, for instance, as a data point, this last debt deal that adds $2 trillion of additional debt to our country over the next 10 years, adds a third of a trillion dollars in new spending, and really there wasn't conversation on that. So I'd say the epicenter where I'm coming from is we have got to have a national conversation and a Republican Mm -hmm. conversation Mm -hmm. on where we're going on debt and deficit. But, but, but I guess um, here's the question when I say why. Sure. You, you've got I'll, come, to, I'll come in with some others. Okay, well, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. You've got to know you basically have no chance of winning the Republican <laughs> nomination, so why run right. for president? Right. I think you probably would have said that same thing to Donald Trump just a matter of months ago as he faced the likes of Jeb Bush and others. Uh, okay. Seriously? Is that is that really your answer? <clears throat> Mark? Seriously? So you, do you really believe you have any chance at unseating? It has never happened. It's never happened in the history of this country. I guess you'll be the first. It's the first time for everything. Yeah. Well, probably not this, though. <laughs> I thought there's just no way he wins. <clears throat> and so what you do is you weaken the candidate <clears throat> for when he goes to the general election. And like we just said. You make it impossible for yourself to run in 2024. Yeah. Regardless of if Trump wins this time around or not. Even though much of what he said about debt and spending and all that is true. The Republicans have completely lost their way on that. Completely lost their way. I think we have some uh, stories to back that up, actually. Um, the, the, you know, he talked about the $2 trillion. I mean, we don't even discuss the debt anymore as Republicans. Mm-mm. It's like that. It's completely meaningless. Meanwhile, the Republican parties in South Carolina and Nevada announced on Saturday that they will not be holding their presidential nominating contest in 2020. Wow. They canceled their primaries. And you got to think that Sanford was hoping that he could pull off a victory yeah. or some respectable showing, especially in South, in South Carolina. Carolina. That's his home state. <laughs> 
Well, that also uh, includes Kansas, which confirmed on Friday they won't hold their caucus either in uh, 2020. States have until October to submit their delegate selection rules to the Republican National Committee, and several more state Republican parties could vote to cancel their nominating contest before the deadline. Why are they doing that? To protect the sitting president. Mm Mm-hmm. As has happened before, it's not unprecedented. In 2004, 10 states canceled their nominating contest to support George W. Bush. <clears throat> I don't remember anybody primarying Bush. Are you just forgetting that? Hmm. I don't know. Post 9-11? Yeah, it would be hard to... Guessing not. Let's hard see. to believe somebody did, but maybe... But yeah, you know, he alluded to that uh, Hurricane Dorian affecting South Carolina and delaying his um, announcement. Yeah. But it gave the, you know, that word leaked and it gave states like, well, South Carolina and now, uh, what was the other one? Uh, New Hampshire? Uh, Nevada? Nevada, yeah. Nevada. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. uh, Kansas has already done that. Kansas anyway, it gave, gave them time to say, whoa, Sanford, we hear, uh, was going to hold an event. Uh, Couple yeah. days ago. Yeah, well, you might as well not because we're not even doing anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, shoot. Man. We just keep forgetting to, oh, man. to point that out. Uh, really? Oh, I wish we'd known earlier that you were. Oh, well, never mind. Darn. Ding, uh, darn, ah! <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, here's who. Here's <clears throat> the Republicans uh, who ran against uh, Bush in 2004. Are you ready for the long list? Mm hmm. Bill Wyatt? Bill Wyatt? Don't know. Don't know who that is. Blake and Bill Wyatt doesn't have a hyperlink uh, hyperlink associated with him on Wikipedia, so I can't tell you who he is. Just so yet. the internet's never even heard of him. Good. Okay. Blake Ashby. Blake Ashby. Ah, uh, remember the momentum that Blake Ashby had. Okay, and if you click on Blake Ashby's <laughs> hyperlink under the 2004 Republican primary, it goes to a link that just says, "Did you mean this Blake Ashby?" <laughs> so we don't even know the people who ran against Bush and the uh Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. So anyway. I mean, we barely know these people. You got Bill Weld, mm-hmm. uh Mark Sanford, and who was the other one? There's somebody else too, Bill, I think. There I think there's three now. Uh but nobody cares. Nobody's <laughs> gonna vote for them. There might not even be very many primaries leading up to it. So uh, and, you know, if you want to weaken this president against this field of socialists and communists, I think that's a bad idea, a really bad idea. If this helps get the, one of these Democrats elected, we are in serious trouble. 888 Kamala Harris had an interesting little run-in at a uh, rally. One of the attendees... Uh, described the president in a certain way, and she seemed to agree with it at first. Um, here's that encounter. going to happen to people of color. So I don't buy that argument that impeachment does not make sense, Senate will acquit. I don't buy that argument. There needs to be accountability. I mean, what are you going to do in the next one year yeah. to diminish the mentally retarded action of this guy? <laughs> Well said. <laughs> well said. Well said. <laughs> well said. Um, yeah. Well, you just called I, the president I plan to men- win this election. I'll mentally tell you that. retarded. So um, <laughs> that's great. That's really wonderful. Well, now uh, she got a little because you can't say mentally retarded anymore, even though the guy did. 
And you certainly can't agree with somebody being called mentally retarded, even if it's the president and everybody hates him in the media and on the Democratic side. Well, she uh, she didn't hear what he said, even though she said that was well said. Twice. Yeah. Well said. Well said. <laughs> yeah, mentally retarded. He is, right? <laughs> okay. All right, you then. Okay. <laughs> So she's so apologized, or she's now apologized. Yeah, yeah. Okay. she's sorry. Said so she didn't hear him well. And... I didn't hear him well. Yeah, even uh, though I said well said, even okay. though that's what she said. <laughs> she said she heard him. She's she's not only did she hear him, uh, but she liked what she heard. <laughs> Wait a minute! If you didn't hear him, what are you doing <laughs> saying well said? Mm-hmm. These are these people are so idiotic. So, yeah, she backtracked. It wasn't something she had really heard or processed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm sorry, you laughed and you said, well said. Uh, she said it had been upsetting to watch a video of the exchange. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear the words the man used in that moment, but if I had, I would have stopped and corrected him. Sure, sure. I'm sorry, that word and others like it aren't acceptable, ever. Except right then, you know, when she told him, well said. Dot, dot, dot. Well said. (laughs) He's lying sacks of crap. Uh, Let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. This is really good stuff. Uh, Scientists have suspected, you know, uh, a correlation between growing rates of obesity and, of course, Processed foods. Processed foods just make you want to eat more because they're not fulfilling. There's a lot of empty calories there. And so it leads us to overeat. But um, if you need fruits and vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, there is a way to do it when you're not getting enough. And that's through Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immune system using antioxidants, pre and probiotics. And it's real food. It's not a fakey kind of supplement or lab powder. Go to brickhousepat.com, get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Uh, you know you're not going to start eating vegetables. <laughs> no. Not at this point in your life. I'm, I'm certainly not. Even though my wife tells me every day, you just got to keep eating them until you like them. Why would I do that? <laughs> when I don't like it. I mean, I'm just... Until you like them. Uh, <laughs> wow. That is really... That's, 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 like a, a, that's a weak argument, Jackie. It's a torture is what it is. <laughs> You're torturing yourself. Don't do it. It's like being waterboarded. <laughs> Instead, go to BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, great weekend for uh, football. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, lie. it really was. No, it was no. a great, great weekend. Uh-uh. Great weekend. Nope, for uh, baseball-ish, not football. Mm, baseball-ish? Yeah. Are the Braves in first place? Oh, yeah, they're in first place. They're, mm. they're nine games up. Their magic number's uh, mm. 13. They won wow. three of four over the second place Nationals uh, this weekend. But Nationals, man, when are they gonna? When are they gonna live up to their promise? When? Uh, when that, will that, that happen? That window has. Uh, it's probably closed. Just about closed. They'll yeah. probably be a wild card this year. Mm. But they're gonna have to make a nice. Astros run. are in first place too. Mm-hmm. So put that in your pipe and smoke it.
Okay. BYU <laughs> beat Tennessee over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. At the Rocky Top Place or whatever. They were. They keep playing that song over and over for oh, some Oh, my gosh. Terrible dreadful. song that they just can't, can't get enough of. Terrible song. Here's a clue in Knoxville. Rocky Top sucks. Stop playing it. Stop it. <laughs> well, stop letting them score then. Well, we did. Oh, yeah, they still play Enough it, to right? win. Yeah. Uh, 29-26. But do they still play? Yeah, they Now yeah. got USC this weekend. Jeez, did they look good against Stanford. Holy cow. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Yeah, we got the mighty uh, Northern Illinois. Uh, Northern that, Illinois is not bad. They're actually I know. not bad. I know. I'm... I'm you literally concerned. Utah only beat them 35-17, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with Nebraska there. After losing to the powerful Colorado Buffaloes, <laughs> who are dead last of the Pac-12 year in and year out. But still, uh, you know, that doesn't mean anything, Keith. I'm sure everything will be fine this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, we could easily be one in like 11 at the end of the year, so I don't know. I mean, it was fun being ranked for two weeks, I'll say that. Were they ranked? Uh, Nebraska was ranked? Yeah, 24. And then wow. after our week huh. one victory over South Alabama, we fell to 25. Now we're not even in the others receiving votes category. Yeah, I suppose not. That's that's a bad loss. Yeah, that's a bad loss. Yeah, when you're up 17 nothing at halftime. Jeffy's Mid- Missouri Tigers crushed West Virginia, hmm. uh, which is weird because they lost to Wyoming, then they beat West Virginia. Strange start to the year. But, um, what do they have next week? Do we know? I don't know. Oh, South, oh they've got Southeast, the Southwest no, uh, Southeast Missouri School of Blind or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sisters yeah. of Mercy. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Sisters of Mercy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The School of the Blind is the week after. That's right. Sisters of Mer- yep. Mercy this week. Homecoming. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed uh, on Twitter where uh, Scotty Sweatman tweets, Amy Klobuchar is the real-life Peggy Hill of politics. <laughs> I don't watch the, what is that called? King, um, King of the Hill? King of the Hill, yeah. yeah but I, I trust that's a, that's a funny Just roll with it. It okay. is totally yeah. good. Uh, semi-automatic assault finger. If Amy Klobuchar needed any more proof as to why her campaign hasn't gained any traction, her one joke is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. <clears throat> I don't know what you mean. I thought that was really funny. You thought that was funny? Really, really funny, yeah. 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 I thought she should probably replace that terrible hate set. That uh, Dave Chappelle did. Mm, oh hate my! Set. Hate. It's just a set of hate comedy. Call it what you want. It's funny. Oh, it's funny and it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. And he treats everybody the same. Yeah. Everybody gets the same treatment. Every time you think he's going down some left wing alley, it takes another turn, mm-hmm. and it's like slamming them too. It's <laughs> so good. It's very well so done. Good. You, please don't let your kids. See. I mean, it's no. loaded up on. Uh, on expletives. Have the pause button under your thumb yeah. for when the kids come in. You if, you, if you have VidAngel, about every other word is gone. <laughs> so sometimes you got to fill in the blanks in your mind. But. Can I just say, though, that uh, he does that stand-up routine so well. Oh, it's so good. I can't tell what's impromptu by someone in the crowd. Yeah. What was scripted. I know. Was it all scripted? If it was, there's no way to tell. It's. I, I will well say done. this. It is the best, most brilliant funniest comedy routine I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Ever. I mean, that's an hour and 10 or 15 minutes of just the most brilliant stuff I cranial, think I've ever seen. Cranial humor, I call that's it. That's true. Yeah, it's it's awesome. If you haven't seen it, it's yeah. it's really awesome. And it offends no one <laughs> yet everyone. Um, so, it's great. 
From Gone Fishing and Pete's philosophy about not abusing future generations, the national debt should be at the top of that list. Yeah, but they don't. Democrats couldn't care less about the debt. They have no inkling that that's any sort of problem. Uh, Fish Wars, <laughs> Bush 43's New Hope. <laughs> that's awesome. Believe that humans and uh, human beings and fish can coexist. <laughs> Uh, I'm still looking for that Bible passage that states we need to kill our offspring to control global population, to be good stewards for the earth and our fellow neighbors. Must have dreamed through that Sunday school class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mojo.rons.poopin.jackhole tweets. <laughs> Straw debacle will make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. Uh, from the Steve 42, I want to see the world's largest pile of plastic straws with air-conditioned comfort in the parking lot at the Blaze. Oh, we should do that. We should do that. That'd... Just take straw donations. And we have a parking lot big enough to do that. And too. then let's set mm-hmm. fire to them. Love it. And yes. And pollute the skies. Wow. That's, uh, that's a conservative's dream right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just set tires on fire for no apparent reason. Uh, conservatarian ladies. So Walsh and Sam, that's the other, that's the third person we forgot, Joe Walsh. Oh, yeah. So Joe Walsh and uh, Mark Stanford decide now to run, split the vote while socialists are knocking at the door. Where were those two in 2016? Mm. Who did they vote for in 2016? Thank you, but no. I mean, it's really true. It's really true. The socialists and communists are all knocking at the door. We don't need to split the vote anymore. We don't need to damage the president anymore. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Good morning, everybody. Bringing you traffic and weather together every 47 minutes on the 35s. When everybody else is interrupting your music flow for the for the stupid traffic and weather together, this is the same thing as it was five minutes ago. We're going the other direction. Every six, every 47 minutes 40, on the 35s. Good morning. I don't... Shut up, I, Keith. Can I check the just map? Just go with it, would you please? Okay. It's our new station slogan. Uh, thank well, you to uh, just go with it. I want to be a team player. <laughs> 888-900-3393 and Ed Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Swedish professor uh, suggesting that, uh, well, cannibalism could help fight climate change. An academic in Sweden has come up with a uh, really great way to fight climate change, becoming cannibals. Magnus Solterland of the Stockholm School of Economics suggested the macabre solution at a conference in the city earlier this last week, actually, uh, that focused on foods of the future. It was the Gastro Summit. Dang, I wish I wouldn't have missed that. Shoot, but what's Was city? that live streamed? It that would have said, been so great. It said in the city. They weren't clear which city we're talking about. So Stockholm we were, School of Economics, uh, I would think, is probably in Stockholm. Oh, so I was wandering around Detroit. Oh, wow. Thinking it was no there. No wonder. No wonder. I didn't pick up on the uh, context clues. He delivered a, a talk titled, Can You Imagine Eating Human Flesh? Uh, no. No, I can't. What is... Uh, Magnus, but thank you for asking. Help me. He said people could be convinced to eat human flesh, but first they have to be persuaded to taste it. Where am I going to do a taste test on human flesh? What? (laughs) That's not something you you just stroll into Kroger on a Saturday afternoon and say, oh, you're doing the the, uh, human flesh samples? (laughs) Yeah, let me try one of those. 
Try that. And you, can buy, <laughs> you can buy them in bulk at Costco if you like their samples. <laughs> you know how you and, and Glenn and Stu mm-hmm. tested the Impossible Burger, the Whopper. Yeah, just last, last week. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish we had had some foresight. I we know. Could have tested. Oh, gosh. He said, I feel somewhat hesitant, but to not appear overly conservative, I'd have to say I'd be open to at least tasting it. <laughs> I don't think taste, I don't think the taste is the main di- distraction here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you ate it and you liked it and you didn't know what it was. Come on. Last year, controversial scientist and author Richard Dawkins suggested humanity needed to overcome its taboo and consider eating lab-grown human meat. Yeah. <laughs> no. See. <clears throat> Scientists earlier this year said studies showed there are two kinds of cannibals. Those who have a mixed personality disorder... <laughs> With sadistic and psychopathic features okay. associated with uh, paraphilia. Sure, okay, that's one kind of Okay, that's one kind. <laughs> and then there are those suffering schizophrenia and just want to destroy perceived threats, in this case, by eating them. Okay, and now there's a third kind. And now there's a third kind. Who just wants to they save. Just, they, they might just taste delicious. We don't know. We they just try wanna, it. And want to save the planet. How weird is... I mean, it, we're really getting to this point. It's people... <laughs> It's people. Silent Green is made out of people. Silent Green is people! <laughs> but. But have you ever tried it? Have you ever tried it? No. And do so don't you, knock it. Do you love the earth? Do you want to save the planet? I do love the earth. I, I want to save the planet. Then then put a bib on and, and get to town. Yeah, get to stepping over to the. Human flesh Just when you table think. and get the big buffet there of 2019 can't get us. Any... Just I mean the sickness and people are like okay with this stuff. Like you know what we need is a cannibalism. But we're the freaks on the right. But we are. We're yes, the freaks. We're the ones who have gotten so extreme. Really? Huh? Because it seems like to me cannibalism is kind of extreme. Well, don't knock it until you've tried it. At this, least try it. Put some on your plate. Put some, <laughs> put some human flesh on your plate. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. There's a reference that nobody will get, unless you're ancient like I am. Wait, I get it. Uh, do you get it? And I'm ancient like you. Yeah, so well, not quite. Works out. Close. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, this is kind of a fun concern. Uh, leprosy in Los Angeles. Wait, what? Isn't that fun? What? No. Yeah, diseases are reemerging in some parts of America, <laughs> including Los Angeles County, that we haven't commonly seen since the Middle Ages. Oh, Yay! No. That is a bad, bad <clears throat> thing. One of those is typhus, a disease carried by fleas that feed on rats, which in turn feed on the garbage and sewage that's in prominent that's prominent in people-packed typhus zones. Although typhus can be treated with antibiotics, the challenge is to identify and treat the disease in resistant, hard-to-access populations like homeless or extremely poor in developing countries. Mm-hmm. Now, the people in the developing countries are coming here in massive numbers, and, and it's creating a situation where we might get to see these middle-aged diseases again. Mm-hmm. Yay! This is good. Yes. Another thing to thank them. Thank you. It's like thank we're you. Taking a <laughs> we've missed typhus, and how much have you missed leprosy? I've mi- yes. seriously. But this is like a field trip, you know. Um, mm-hmm. 
There, there was a story that we didn't get to how uh, classrooms are going, you know, using virtual reality to take these field trips to like the Roman Coliseum, stuff like that. Well, now they could just step outside here in it's L.A. right here in the U.S. Go back to the Middle Ages. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Wow. Now, leprosy apparently involves uh, mic- microbacteria. Okay. Um, this says mycobacteria. Okay. Probably a typo. Tuberculosis is another. But that's why I thought, because they spelled it the same way both times, mycobacteria. But have you noticed how many typos there are in print journalism Yeah, it's now? crazy. It is everywhere. It's like nothing's proofread anymore. <laughs> no. And maybe it isn't. Maybe people just type it up and post it. I don't know. No, but there is a such thing as a myco. Yeah, that's what I thought. My bad. Mm-hmm. So what does myco mean? Oh, hang on. There's micro, there's macro. There's it's a, it's a genus of uh, actin o bacteria, of course, oh, which you know is given right. its own family, the mycobacteria. Sure. Yeah, I knew all this. There's over 190 species are recognized. Obviously. I mean, uh, yeah. But the Centers for <laughs> Disease Control say there are more than 200,000 new cases of leprosy reported in the world every year, with two-thirds in India uh, home to one-third of the world's poor. The poor are disproportionately affected by the disease because close quarters, poor sanitation, lack of prompt diagnosis or treatment. Mm. Uh, because if you just get antibi- antibiotics, it's hard to believe because, you know, we've all seen the movies like Ben-Hur <laughs> where lepers are in a colony together. Yeah. They don't want to be seen because their face is falling off and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, it's hard to believe that can just be cleared up with a... An antibiotic. Like wash your hands. Yeah, with wash cleanliness. Mm-hmm. So, so if most of the world's leprosy cases are in India, it's safe to say that Los Angeles is an international city. Uh, yes, by right. having their own right, sure leprosy uh, run amok. Sure, that is disgusting, and um, it just shows that uh, the third worldification of America is well underway. Well, here's the thing: leprosy is still much more prevalent in Central and South America with more than more than 20,000 new cases per year. Um, but now that they're <laughs> coming here in such great numbers, it's, they're also sharing that with us. Uh-huh. So that's great. That is nice. So we give them jobs. They give us leprosy. <laughs> Sounds like an even swap to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's getting the better part of that deal? I, I can't tell. I yeah. don't know. I mean, think about it. If you're I at a party. You tell me. If you're at a party. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a great story to tell. Hey, you know what I got? Uh, leprosy. That would clear out the room pretty quickly. <laughs> if you're really tired of being at the party and it's too crowded for you. <laughs> you know, uh, I just, this is a funny story. I just contracted leprosy. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen anymore. And well, it does now quite a bit. That's a good way to get your own aisle on the plane, too. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, uh, where are you headed? Uh, I'm headed back to Dallas. Oh, yeah, you live there? Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, I'm headed for Dallas for leprosy treatments. Yeah. Funny, so. funny thing. I uh, just got over a case of leprosy. <laughs> By the way, there's some uh, seats up front uh, next to a screaming kid. Uh, just, just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> Should give that a shot. See if it works. I shall probably get thrown off the plane. Frankly, hmm. uh, maybe even before it lands. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Speaking of really good circumstances in third world nations, uh, Venezuela's trees are suffering. What? There's they're firewood now um, because Uh-oh. they don't have any other way to start fires to cook food. So they're. Cutting down trees and using them as firewood now. Isn't that great? Mm. Jeez. Chronic uh... shortages of natural... This is in Venezuela, one of the most oil-rich places on Earth. Yep. And they have chronic shortages of natural gas. 
Wow. Actually, this says they have the world's largest oil reserves. Wow. They can't have more than us, can they? I don't know. This is socialism at work. But it now means that cooking fuel is uh, increasingly coming from trees. I have no other option. I have two children. I have to cook, said one mother, uh, one homemaker, standing next to an improvised wood stove on her porch at the edge of a of a hundred thousand hectare. Uh, it's another dang metric thing. <laughs> Nobody knows. That could be a you know four foot area, or it could be four million miles. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody knows. There's Nobody. no way to tell. There isn't. Growing use of firewood has triggered alarm among activists who say discussions of environmental problems are often eclipsed by diatribes about runaway inflation, economic collapse, and protracted political stalemate. Yeah, you think? Hey, uh, what about the trees? Yeah, I have to eat. So screw the trees. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut it down and I'm going to feed my family, okay? Shut up. By the way, there is actually a movement where they do that with trees, but uh, that was a previous episode <laughs> of Pat Gray Unleashed. <clears throat> From some time ago, yes. Uh-huh. From some time Check ago. the archives. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Uh, there's still so many great things. Um, like this, this Drew Brees thing, it broke last week that he was getting flack from the LGBTQQIA2 plus lobby. He, he just... You run afoul of these people that just make your life miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, because he supported a bring your Bible to school program. No, he, he did. didn't. Yeah, he did. He did. Wow. He he did. Wow. Bastard. Makes it easier to root against the saints. Right. Wow. Yeah, you're not kidding me. We'll get you we'll we'll get into this story more in one minute. First, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile because um all of the stuff you've just been hearing about is all supported by companies like Verizon and AT&T. They just do. They, they donate to these causes that, that uh, increase and encourage illegal immigration. Um, they donate to Planned Parenthood. They donate to all the candidates that you believe to be and know to be socialists. Uh, I mean, imagine a world where Antifa's violent agenda spreads across the country with innocent bystanders and reporters beaten like in Portland. Wait, you don't have to imagine it. You see it playing out on the TV pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. So that's why Patriot Mobile was created, to take on some of this stuff. Sure, they're capitalists. They wanted to make money, but they also wanted to make a difference. They see that AT&T and Verizon are spreading their poison all over the country. And they thought, hey, you know what? Why can't a conservative company be founded and donate to conservative causes? So let the big mobile uh, companies support their leftist causes. Go ahead. You don't have to be part of that, though. Plus, you don't have to compromise your service for it or, or even pay more per month. In fact, you pay less. Patriot Mobile has plans starting as low as $25 a month, and you get the same nationwide service and U.S.-based customer service. Right now, you'll also get the Moto Z3 Play for just 5 bucks a month. That includes a 6-inch screen, expandable storage, a high-quality camera, and lots more. It's really easy to switch. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Select your plan and save $180 on a brand-new Moto Z3 Play today. These supplies are limited, so do this right away. 
It's patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, real quick, let me tell you about um, NFL superstar Drew Brees. Jeez. Just trying to do something cool. He's a Christian guy. Um, you know, and he really believed in this thing he heard about. And that's bring your Bible to school day. So he did a video that promoted that. Here's what that looked like. Hey guys, Drew Brees here. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we live by faith, not by sight. So I want to encourage you to live out your faith on bring your Bible to school day and share God's love with friends. You're not alone. Are you hateful bastard? Did he just what? say that? Did you hear that? What in the oh, world? Oh, Martin, did that go over the air? Oh, man. Sadly, yes. Drew wow. Brees saying, bring your Bible to school? Why do you hate Drew Brees? This, this Drew Brees, where did all this pent up nasty vitriol come from? <laughs> man. <laughs> I just about vomited right there. Yeah. I did throw up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah, I can understand because I was beside uh, myself I was when just, I heard that. Yeah, I think we were all beside ourselves. <laughs> Deadspin ran the headline after he did this. Drew Brees appears in video for gay conversion therapy sickos. Doesn't understand what the big deal is. Apparently, <laughs> the Bring Your Bible to School Day yeah. was promoted <clears throat> or dreamed up Oh no! Here we by go. By focus on the family, or focus for the family. Focus on the family. Focus on the family. Yeah. Yes. And okay, so. did the focus on was James Dobson a conversion therapy guy? I, I don't know. I mean, apparently the founder of Focus on the Family that now started this program that Drew Brees said, "Hey, that's a good idea. Let's bring your Bible to school." Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, he's tied in with gay conversion therapy. Oh. Oh, my God. so uh, can pa- we stop? Apparently, you're responsible if you align yourself with with anybody. Yeah, you're responsible for every yeah. last possible thing, right or wrong, that they've ever done or uttered. Exactly. Ex- unless you're a Democrat, unless then the Democrat, Democrats just yeah. say, mm-hmm. "Look, I can't be held accountable for everything they've ever done." What are you stupid? And then it's over. <laughs> and then it's over. I. It's just so despicable. So. Uh, Breeze started getting all kinds of feedback. Of course he did. He's into the <clears throat> hate mongers on Twitter, and so he responded with this video. Hello, everyone. There's Hi. been a lot of negativity spread about me in the LGBTQ community um, recently. Pause. Based upon well, here's a- part of your problem, Drew. You left out a lot of letters. Whoa. Yeah. Where's your inclusion, my friend? I mean, he just added to the hatred. It just occurred to me. You know who backs him up? Taysom Hill, formerly of uh, uh, BYU. Huh? Uh, this guy needs to be thrown out of the league. Thrown wait, out of the league. Wait, Look, Drew, he can't Drew even Brees? use all the letters. Drew, Drew Brees? Yeah, needs to be yeah Drew out Brees needs to be tossed out, and somebody needs to take over for him. I mean, Taysom Hill. I, I, uh, so get like rid of this guy. I'm with, I'm with our friends uh, in the LGBTQQIA2+. Uh, groups. Just based on principle, Right, exactly. Not because a guy you really like. All right, let's hear the rest of his lame excuse. (laughs) Hello, everyone. There's been a lot of negativity spread about me in the LGBTQ community 
um, recently based upon a article that someone wrote with a very negative headline that um, I think led people to believe that somehow I was aligned with an organization that was uh, anti-LGBTQ um, and, and so on and so forth. Um, I'd like to set the record straight. Um, I live by two very simple Christian fundamentals. Thing one. And that is one. love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, nice. I think the first one is very self-explanatory. It is. The second one, love your neighbor as yourself. What does that mean to me? That means love all, mm. respect all, yeah. and accept all. So that is actually how mm. I live my life. Mm. Okay. That is what I try to do with my family, mm. with my teammates with uh, people in my community, with mm -hmm. my friends, mm -hmm. all people, no matter your race, your color, your religious preference, your uh, sexual orientation, um, your political beliefs, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So the fact that these rumors um, have been spread about me are yeah. completely untrue. What I did was I filmed a video recently mm -hmm. um, that was encouraging kids to bring their Bibles to school yeah. for National Bring How Your Bible hateful. to School Day. Can you get? To bring your Bible separation school, of church and state to, be able to live out your faith with confidence, and uh -huh. I even gave one of my favorite Bible verses. Did you? It was as simple as that. So I'm not sure why the negativity spread or yeah. why people tried to rope me into certain negativity. Yeah. I do not support any groups uh -huh. that discriminate, right, mm -hmm. um, or that have their own uh, agendas yeah. that are trying to. What um, do you expect him to uh, say? Promote any of course he's going to say this. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hopefully that has set the record straight, uh, and we can all move on, yeah, because that's not what I stand for. You know yeah, what? we can uh, move on to day. one of your backups. Yep. That's what we could you know do. What? <laughs> I'm with you, Pat Gray, because as an Atlanta Falcons fan, mm. this, You'd guy, rather have this guy, Drew Brees, <laughs> bench him. You know what? No, 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 no. No, kick him out, out of, the of the NFL. There's no place. Out. There's no place in the NFL for no, hate sir. like that. No, sir. <laughs> I will not stand for your all right. faux apology. All right. Our own agendas aside, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad he's not backing down. I am too. He's just saying, "Hey, too. you're Look, wrong." I, the end. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> do anything wrong here. Shut up. Yep. I can't encourage kids to bring their Bible to school now. Mm -hmm. I that it's despicable what's happening to these people. It's just really, really, it's so far beyond sad that it's evil. Yeah, it is evil. Mm -hmm. It honestly is. And he shouldn't have to deal with this. Obviously, you know, Breeze, is there a better guy in the NFL? Doesn't seem like it to me. J. J. I've never Watt? met him. I don't know him. But yeah, J.J. Watt's great. But, uh, you know, he doesn't get nearly enough credit for the good works he does. Mm -hmm. And then when he does something else that encourages people to, you know, be spiritual. Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now we've got a problem. Um, it's insane. By the way, before I forget, uh, I want to remind mm -hmm. everyone that uh, this guy over here, Mr. Twitter, well, he's mm -hmm. actually Mr. Facebook and Mr. Instagram. Anyhow, doing oh, a right. whole bunch of stuff uh, now over there. So be Every sure day, to yep. we're uh, doing some goofy thing mm -hmm. on uh, Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com. So what's the slash, though? Like, what Pat Unleashed. Wait, I can't. Hold on. Yeah, it's what hard was to it again? Remember. So it's like Facebook.com like Facebook slash, slash Pat Unleashed. Really complex. It is difficult. Okay. Yeah. And like if it's Instagram.com, it's slash. Pat Unleashed. And then. Again, it's like, a little you know, wordy. If it's Twitter on dot com. Dot com uh -huh. Slash. Pat Unleashed. I'm not going to remember all this. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> Why couldn't we have simplified it? I don't know. <laughs> what am but I yeah. resisting? <laughs> right after the show. Collectivization of manufacture? <laughs> I don't know. Right after the show every day, Pat gets over there. So look for it. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So let me tell you one more thing here okay. before before we got to go, and then we'll have to save the rest for tomorrow. Okay. 
Uh, this talk about the Dorian, the Hurricane Dorian. Oh, and the Alabama And the stuff. Alabama thing Ugh. where Trump drew with the Sharpie and included so Alabama. Sharpie gate. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb Hull tweeted this out. This is what Trump should have tweeted next for Sharpie gate. <laughs> <laughs> and it shows America's boundaries <laughs> encircling Greenland. That's really funny. <laughs> that is awesome. That's fun. Now... To this day, nobody has shown the map that we showed last week that showed all kinds of hurricane models. Yeah. Go right up Alabama. Early on. Yep. And that's, he was talking about the maps early on. He wasn't saying, hey, in the future, these are all going to project right into Alabama. Oh, look at, there it is right there. Mm -hmm. Right there. (laughs) I don't know. Is that 20, 30 that go through Alabama in some way? I just know that uh, President Trump's uh, knowledge of geography is a lot better than CNN's has been unearthed uh, this weekend. Yeah, here's CNN bashing him relentlessly over Mm -hmm. the Sharpie thing. Correct. Uh, Check out some of their thoughts about Alabama or Mississippi. Kentucky in Indiana. Of course, we're looking at a very important race in Kentucky where uh, it has to do uh, with the (laughs) House of Representatives. And of course, in Indiana, we have a Senate race that is Uh very much uh, under... So Indiana now borders Tennessee, apparently. <laughs> Kentucky up there at the Great Lakes. Thank you, CNN. That, that was a video from election night. Now uh, we've so got the great. still shot uh, that shows uh, the map uh, uh-huh. of the southeastern United States. Do we have the, right. the image there? No? I don't know. Well, anyhow, um, they, they put, yeah, there it there is. You go. They put Mississippi is next to Georgia now instead of where Mississippi really is, which is next to Alabama. So... <laughs> I want to thank CNN thank for you, constantly CNN. making our points for us. Uh, those with hearts of glass should not be throwing kidney stones or something. Whoa, Drew yeah, Brees stepping a, up in here know, with right? the scripture references. Right? I got it. Oh, man. Hitting right us over to the Proverbs. head with your Bible. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> All right. We will uh, see you again tomorrow over most of this same thing uh-huh. area thing that and don't forget, this is the only place platform. you get traffic and weather together. Every 47 minutes on the 36s. Thank you.